Hello and welcome or welcome back to the Unfinished Notebook, a podcast about notebooks and journaling and planning and all of that happy stuff in between. This will be episode two of the show, episode two. Today we are talking about notebooks, um, a subject near and dear to my heart. Um, I have, like some of you probably listening, an embarrassingly large collection of notebooks, most of them unfinished, hence the podcast. Uh, We'll talk about some brands and things I like and don't like about notebooks. Feel free to send me your feedback. I'll leave my contact information in the description. Um, Generally, the notebooks I carry, I always have two notebooks. The first one is a pocket notebook. And now this notebook needs to have two criteria. It needs to be a notebook and it needs to be able to fit in my pocket. That's really it. I've used field notes, I've used Moleskine, Leuchtturm, the Exceed brand, you know, thick ones, skinny ones. I mostly have used the field notes just because I like the, I can burn through them pretty quick. Um, That brand has been around for a good handful of years. Um, Their website is fieldnotesbrand.com. As far as I know, they only have one retail location in Chicago, but most of their sales are online. Um, And they come out with every quarter a different edition with different paper. And sometimes there's different formats, dot grid, ruled, what have you. Um, that was kind of the, the gateway notebook that got me into the pocket notebooks, or at least got me into collecting a lot of them. I think that I had gotten into them, I want to say it was 2016 maybe. And I had always carried a, a pocket notebook. Usually it was maybe a spiral bound that would fall apart, sometimes a moleskin. Uh, when I discovered the, the field notes, I saw that they came in... Three packs that has a good form factor to it. Most of them are pretty durable. Um, I usually prefer um, just their plain old craft edition that they call it. It has grid lines. They also have an edition called Pitch Black that I like that's ruled. There's also a few companies that make notebooks of similar size. Uh, Log and Jotter is another one. You can get a subscription to that one. Uh, they also have Field Book by Elan Publishing. That's another one of my favorites. Usually you can get those in a five pack for about the price of a Field Notes three pack. Uh, They have great paper. As far as I know, they're almost all exclusively ruled, line ruled, Um, at least all the ones that I've gotten. And they have different covers and and things like that, but they they hold up really well. They take a lot of different kinds of pens. that's, you know, my main notebook. That is the, the prism in which all of my life gets filtered through. You know, anything and everything, most of the time, will first go into the pocket notebook. You know, something I need to, you know, make an appointment for, something I need to add to my Google calendar, grocery lists, funny things my kids say, you know, recipes I want to try, things like that. Um... It's just anything and everything. It's just, you know, sometimes you can call it a brain dump. 
Um, and then from there, what goes in that notebook will get distributed to wherever. Like I said, if it needs to be something I need to set an alarm for, something I need to speak with someone about, something work-related. Um, the other notebook I carry, and I carry, I mean I usually take it just about everywhere. Usually it's an A5 size. I have branched out here and there into larger and smaller ones. But A5 seems to be about the sweet spot. And that's a uh, my bullet journal. Uh, which that's going to be a whole episode on its own. Um, but the notebook is a, a Lloyd's term. I believe it's the first edition official bullet journal. Which you don't have to use that one. It's just I got it as a gift. So I just slapped a bunch of stickers on it. And I've been, I've been using that and it's fine. Um, I usually prefer thinner paper. Um, yeah, I know in the bullet journal community which I'll touch on this in the future episode. Most of them come with 120 GSM paper, which to me feels like writing on a stack of birthday cards. I don't mind the ghosting if the paper is a little thinner. Um, but other notebooks hold up really well. The Exceed notebooks you can find at Walmart. Uh, there's another brand called uh, Paperage, or Paper Age, I'm not sure how you pronounce it. I wanna say Paperage, that sounds right. Um, I've only ever seen the Paperage on um, Amazon and I've gotten a few of those uh, as pocket notebooks and they've they've held up remarkably well. One of them even got ran over. This still was wasn't really worse for wear. Um, there are many notebooks that we'll talk about having you know, high quality paper, and that seems to be more in the eye of the beholder kind of thing. I mean, uh, one of the big ones is the Tomoe River paper. I don't really care for it. I think it's very thin. Anything I write on there seems to show through to the other side. Um, there was a there's a notebook called the Go To Notebook. Um, I'm not I forget the name of the publisher, but if you see them, they all have these kind of squared off corners, and they use Mohawk paper. Now, granted, I really like that paper, uh, but all of those notebooks come with these 25 or so project planning pages in the front of them, which I will never use. I bought one of those notebooks. I realized they all came with those project planning pages and I ended up just giving it to one of my kids they can use as a, as a scribbler. Uh, the pocket notebook I'm currently carrying is a Baron Fig Confidant. Um, and I know Baron Fig makes some quality products, especially their Squire line of pens. But this notebook, I really don't like it. It is, I'm, I'm trying to push through it, just because I, even though this is called the unfinished notebook, as far as the pocket notebooks, I usually do try to finish them. But it's just, the paper just doesn't like to be written on. Um, I've used you know, thick gel pens, thin gel pens, pencils, everything just seems to smear. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'm just doing something wrong, I got a bad one. It also came with this notebook that almost as thick as my leather belt. And I could barely close the book once the, note, the, the ribbon marker was in there, so I took the bookmark out. I just cut it off with a, um, an X-Acto knife. And then I had to take a Sharpie and just write a big J on the front for me, Jeremy. Just so I can know which end is the front, because there's no markings or anything like that. I just, uh, I'm really trying to push through it. I was gonna just abandon it, 
but my 10 year old convinced me to stick with it to try to finish it it's kind of that's what he does with his notebooks but the thing is he burns through his 10 times as fast as I do so I'm almost a, a third of the way into this barren fig and I'm just I'm going to see how long I can stick with it though I may just kind of shelve it for a while and go back to a field notes or something just to because it gets to the point where it's irritating to write in I like to use a variety of pens and pencils and um, now I don't use fountain pens I know that's a whole thing in the journaling community um, I am doing some some research things I want to do want to eventually do an episode on fountain pens um, I will probably purchase one it will most likely not be an expensive one just in case I hate it. Uh, being a lefty, I tend to smear some of the bolder, thicker inks. You know, you have these pens that you call the wet pen. Um, sometimes it's okay. You can let the page sit there and let it dry. Other times if I'm taking a quick note, because that's usually what goes in the pocket notebooks. That's just the, uh, the nature of the pocket notebook. It's used for just as a quick brain dump, and if it's, the pen is really wet and takes too long to dry, um, it just, it's a, it's no good. Uh, the pen I'm currently using with the Baron Fig, it's a Zebra Sarasa 0.5 black pen. It's got these, uh, one of those clips that has the little spring on it so you can put on a, a thicker pocket or whatever. Uh, these pens have been, one of my go-to pens, they're pretty reliable. Um, again, I will have a future episode on pens. That may actually be even the next episode. Um, so I'm trying to focus more on the notebooks. Um, another brand that I like, I haven't seen too much on social media, is it's called Zequins. I'm not sure if I'm saying that correctly. Um, they have these, they call them the 360 notebook. And the binding, it looks like it's just this kind of curved, you know, half circle binding where it's not flat on the edge like a traditional book. So you can fold it all the way around. Um, I have a couple of those. I have one that's a pocket size that has, I want to say it's three or four millimeter graph ruling. It's very small grids. Um, another one I have, it's a, it's a taller one. Um, almost the size of a, like a traveler's notebook insert. But it's you know, much thicker. Has kind of a blue sparkly cover and it's wide ruled, but the paper in it is is pretty nice. Um, it's taken so far everything that I can throw at it. Even a sharpie only bled through a little bit. Um, I was using that to back when I was in school. That was one of my you know notes during lectures. I would use that. Um, another one is Dingbats is a popular brand. Um, they have their animal themed notebooks. Um, I have a, a pocket notebook of theirs. It's a, a tiger. You know, it's an orange kind of faux leather um, cover. And it has that kind of marbling on it where it has that, that texture, almost like, uh, almost like elephant skin. Um, obviously, it's not real elephant skin. But uh, they all have a theme, and on the inside, paste down, and have the footprints of whatever animal it's representing. Um, I, I like... The paper in that one, um, I do find that some of the heavier gel inks will smear, but if you just give it a few seconds to dry, 
it's it's good. And plus, in that notebook, every page is perforated. So if you're if you're into that, I can kind of take that or leave it. I don't tear too many pages out of the notebooks. But if you're somebody that does that often, yeah, that could be you know the way to go. Um, even uh, field notes had, I want to say, a couple of editions that uh, had some perforated pages. I'm not 100% sure. I know there was one called The Harvest that had these really fantastic um, illustrations on the front of different uh, produce and you know, vegetables and fruits, and it was it was really cool. Um, but that one had the uh, the perforated pages. So if you're into that too. Uh, but sometimes I still have the old school legal pad. Um, I still have a handful of spiral notebooks. Uh, my kids burn through notebooks and notebooks they go through sketchbooks um, especially because we have uh, i think i mentioned it in the last episode i have my kids do paper time where they have to read something write something or draw something most of the time they draw something uh, but that's usually kind of a go-to gift when grandmas or aunts and uncles you know i tell them just bring a stack of sketchbooks they got boxes full of markers and colored pencils and crayons and pastels and all kinds of stuff and they make up their their crazy characters and and they're not confined by the boundaries of a notebook there's there's one they use completely upside down filled up the whole thing they'll take a regular old spiral notebook with the wide ruling and just draw all over it and the lines on it won't bother them um, i really enjoy that kind of creative freedom because uh, it is maybe just because i've spent so much of my life writing in a ruled page the drawing on a ruled page just feels weird it's just the lines distract me i need a, a blank page for me to draw in now i also have a notebook from a company called mossery um, mossery is a it's a fantastic notebook um, i did buy um, a blank page now, it was quite expensive. It was 30-something dollars. Uh, granted, I got it in New York City when me and my wife went as a little mini vacation. They have the Kino Kunaya store there, so I don't know if they just marked it up because I believe they're a little cheaper directly from their website. But that one is one of my favorites because it came with a little, almost like a user's manual. Let's see, you know, here's some ideas you can do in the notebook. Here's some features about it. And the, and the user's manual has the same paper that's in the notebook. And there's a couple of pages in the back you can use for pen tests. Because the other day I had um, one of my pocket notebooks. It was, I'm not sure of the brand. Uh, my wife got it at Disney. It's a little three-pack of notebooks. has different Star Wars pictures on it. It has a, like a five-millimeter dot grid. Uh, paper was pretty good. Usually, theme park stationery isn't always the best quality. You're mostly just buying the brand. Um, but this one was pretty good, and I had it sitting out. I honestly forgot what I was using it for. But in the back, I had done the pen test, which my wife, not being in the stationery world, she picked up the notebook and happened to open to the back page. And she said, do you test all the pens and pencils? you even write the name of the, the pen and the pencil and, and test it? I said, yeah. I was like, look at all my notebooks. I do that. Now, this is something I've used a bunch. Like, I know the field notes, craft notebooks, I've probably used, I don't know, 
50 of them over the last handful of years, so I know that paper pretty well. Um, same thing with Lloyd's term. Um, I've used pocket versions of that, and I've used the A5 versions, and their paper is pretty consistent. Um, notebooks like Moleskin. Moleskin's been around for a while. Maybe not as long as they claim. I know that they catch a lot of flack for their paper quality. I do know that it used to be much better. It used to be able to handle a lot more um, inks and watercolors and things like that. I don't really use watercolor. But I, do, I did notice a decline. Um, but that's still just kind of an old standard when it comes to notebooks. I'm using one now um, as a memory keeper. That's the one I'll put ephemera and stickers and use different colors. Um, those are the things I use to put pictures on the, the Instagram for the podcast. As I try at least once a week to, to put a picture up there. Talk about events with the kids and what have you. Um, and that's just a regular old moleskin. Um, they call this some kind of anniversary edition, but it's just that faux leather that the, the Dingbats notebooks have with just the regular moleskin paper. Um, and it's it's fine. You know, if you use the heavier gel pens, they'll, they'll bleed and show through and all that. But I have no problem using a pencil, using a ballpoint. Um, I even have uh, some pens from Skillcraft, these government pens that are like the cheapest ballpoint pens you can get, and they write just fine. But again, that'll be its own its own episode, the uh, the pens and pencils. Uh, but for now, you know, the Lloyd's term that I'm using is my kind of daily driver bullet journal. It's also just, I have a list in there of funny things the kids say, you know, funny names they come up with for things, as well as my my week and monthly plans. I'm more of a week planner. I, I usually will do a two-week written out schedule just because even as even a month, it just feels like it's just too far, too long to worry about unless I know there's some particular events. But even then, I can just put it in my phone. If I know a birthday's coming up, I know it's going to repeat every year. And I have it set to remind me a week or so in advance. Uh, this Lloyd's term, it's, I mean, it's, it's good. Um, it's definitely taken a beating. It's got, you know, random stickers on there. I got Star Wars stickers and, um, let's see, I think I'm about halfway through it. I'm on, wow, page 100, exactly. That was weird. And it's just my, you know, plans for today. It's, it's very basic. Uh, again, I'm going to do an episode all about bullet journaling. We can kind of dip our toes into that world. Um, as it is now, um, you know, I love to hear about people's notebook collections. Sometimes just as a mood booster. I can just sit on the floor, take a bunch of notebooks in a pile and just put them all around me. Even if they're completely blank, just open them up, flip through the pages. Maybe do a pen test or two um, just to see, you know, if something I haven't used, maybe get inspired to use something. You know, I could pick up a notebook like I did with that Moleskine notebook. Moleskine, 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 however you want to say it. Um, Moleskinini. I uh, had that sitting in a pile of notebooks. I just, out of nowhere, kind of hit me. I was like, oh, let's just use that as, not as a commonplace book, which is something else I'll do an episode on, but just as a memory keeper. 
is that something I'm going to write in every day? You know, maybe once a week, you know, I have a little um, picture printer, a Kodak. I'll get the brand for that later. I think it's a Kodak picture printer, uh, which I love. It was a birthday present, one of my favorite gifts. The uh, refills for the printer paper are pretty cheap. Um, the only downside is you got to really have a fingernail or something that can peel the, the sticky part off the back because it is difficult. Uh, the pictures come out clear even when you edit them and put, you know, change the color gradient or whatever. Um, but I'll use that in the in the mold scheme just to, you know, just to have a little fun, just to be a little creative. Um, I used to, to be an artiste back in the day, but that is definitely one of those things. If you don't use it, you lose it. Um, it seems that my, my sons have inherited the, the artistic gene. Um, my son Logan, he's uh, eight years old. He's definitely the drawer, the illustrator. Um, right now he's in a Sonic the Hedgehog phase where I got pages and pages of Sonic and different you know, running poses and you know, fist pumping and things like that, jumping over stuff and it all looks you know, movie quality, comic book quality. Uh, my oldest son, Grayson, he's 10. He is definitely the writer. Um, he is 100% my clone. And he's the only one of my four children that looks exactly like me. The joke in our house is that I had him by myself. Uh, but he definitely loves to write. He likes to make up his own stories, his own games. Um, he's just, you know, or he'll play... You know, he's kind of dabbling in fan fiction, though he doesn't really call it that. He started writing a story about Kingdom Hearts, uh, the video game series, which journaling about video games, that's going to be a future topic as well. And also, as I said, I'll put my, my contact info um, in the show notes. So if you have you know anything you want me to talk about, you can feel free to send pictures of your collection. I'll talk about it. You know, If there's a notebook brand or type that I forgot you can feel free to, to shout it out to me um, I got no problem you know taking inspiration um, I do follow some people on Instagram that have some fantastic notebooks of the way they write and the way they put things in there and layer images and and uh, you know it's very inspiring to to do some creative stuff uh, my son also has inspired me with his Kingdom Hearts story there's a few stories that I've been trying to write if I'm not even sure if I'll ever even try to publish it, but maybe just to finish the dang story. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's definitely inspired me to do some more creative writing, which you know some of these notebooks are great for, especially if you have one that you can't think of a use for. I'm sure many of us have a stack of notebooks, but maybe there's one in particular that's like, you know what, I just I just don't know what to do with it. You know, use one of those if you want to do any kind of fiction or even nonfiction writing. Just start throwing some ideas in there. It doesn't have to be a perfect outline. Okay, first here's this, and here's this, and here's this. Write, you know, a paragraph of dialogue. Write a character bio. You know, here's a scene that I want to have, and then you can always move that to something digital or more, or even a different notebook if you want to put it in a certain order. But I'm always looking for inspiration, and, you know, I have, I'm looking for any reason, basically, to start a new notebook for something else, which is part of the, the joy of this community. Um, so that's going to be the episode today. 
these aren't terribly long. Maybe if I ever have a guest, it'll be a longer episode. Um, it is hard to come up with, you know, two hours worth of content by myself. But uh, even if you want to be a guest, go ahead and, you know, send me an email or whatever. Um, I'll have my info in the show notes. And until next time, keep on writing. Bye-bye.